welcome back to the Kimberly Lovey podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Lovey. You guys, I have officially launched my tennis career. All right, let's back up. Let me give you the full kind of rundown. I swear I had recorded this podcast and then I closed it and lost it. So I'm going to just pretend that didn't happen and start from the beginning. It all started with having a baby. Remember how I just had a baby like three and a half months ago? Yeah. Okay. So I will start from that. So basically what happened was I decided this time around with baby London, baby number three, for those of you that are not fully caught up or anyone that's new around here, um, I decided that with this baby, I was going to kind of take things in a different direction as far as my postpartum you know, approach. And specifically what I'm saying is I decided to keep on the baby weight. I know every time I tell my friends that they're like, wait, what? So I'm taking a totally different approach to nursing and to postpartum body stuff because I really, really want to make sure my milk is super rich, super nutritious and dense for this baby um, for a lot of different reasons. One because we had kind of a bit of a health scare with her, which turned out to like kind of be a false alarm, but then it just got me thinking. Yeah, so basically she was supposed to have only, her head size was measuring the one percentile like weeks before she was born. And we had fought so hard to get her here that I just freaked out. Like I thought that she was gonna be like, have real issues. So that kind of scared me straight a little bit. And then thankfully she was born totally normal. But I was just like, you know what? I want to grow her little baby brain and her head as much as I possibly can. And so from the beginning, I started pumping with a hospital grade pump. And I know from my past two children that I kind of had to fight to keep my milk a little bit. And I always was really good about keeping hydrated and I always use the Trader Joe's alkaline water because I think the electrolytes in there are like something magical with breast milk. So anyway, basically I did not want to lose my milk. And so our nanny slash night nurse, Becky, who you guys have met, she basically was like, you need to eat. It's all about your eating. You've got to eat high fat foods. You've got to have a shit ton of calories, pardon my French. And, you know, you really need to be committed to that. Like none of this, like running back to exercise and all that stuff. Cause typically I was able to get back in shape really easily and was back to my like regular routine of, um, hit training, Barry's boot camp, like whatever I was doing before, I just kind of went back and did like right away with Carter and Charlotte and never had an issue with, you know, um, postpartum weight or any of that stuff. So, but all that to say it's a double-edged sword because, then I was always getting really thin milk and I just felt like I was never getting enough milk and I'd be pumping all the time and just trying so hard and it just wasn't enough. And I really think that it's because I was one, probably still not eating enough, even though I thought I was. And two, I just feel like the exercise, like I exercise cardio, like that's my workouts or like cardio versus lifting. And I just think it really does kill your milk. So yeah, so anyway, um, it kind of started with, my tennis career, going back to that, started with this idea of, okay, I've kept on as much weight as I can, but at the same time, I'm starting to feel like crap physically. Like I'm just like, I'm starting to feel sore in weird places. Like I'm not getting any, um, what do you call them? Endorphins. Like I'm not 
you know, I've been walking a little bit, but maybe if I could just go and play tennis or play something like hang out with my friends and exercise, that would be a great way for me to like get out of the house again because, you know, with a new baby, you're trapped. And so I'd already been talking to one of my really, really good friends, Gina, back in October saying, oh, you know, maybe I'll start tennis with you, but I want to wait till after this pregnancy is over. So finally, I tapped my friend Gina, my other friend Brenna, and I was like, guys, let's start playing tennis. And they were like, okay, let's do it. Both of them were like, we actually already bought our rackets like a year ago and, and like our outfits and all the things, but we never actually started playing. Like both of them separately had done that. So I'm like, okay, great. We're all beginners. You know, it's a safe space. We're just going to like take a lesson together and we're going to go from there. So we get to the lesson, okay? And me, Gina, and Brenna are all there. It's us three. You know, we had already curated our wardrobes and all the things, right? And we get there and... I can't hit the ball and candidly my friend Gina is better than me but not by much no offense Gina but you know we know so then comes Brenna who by the way is also pregnant with her fifth child at this point and is like well in into her fourth her fourth month of being pregnant and she gets up there you guys and starts hitting the ball like she literally has been playing her whole life like she's been playing for 25 years and she was so good that me and Gina were just like horrified. We were like, wait a minute. So Gina was calling it the Brenna finesse. Like when she hits the ball, it, it looks graceful. Like it looks effortless, you know? Like she's just, like it's easy. And here are me and Gina literally cannot hit the ball. Like I think I may have hit the ball all of twice, maybe three times the entire lesson. And I'm not even joking. It was a full one hour lesson private lesson and also Gina's husband Scott comes up in his golf cart he like sneaks up behind us and starts watching when we're learning the backhand which it was just pitiful okay so I'm like Gina you have to tell Scott he's not allowed to come watch his play for like another couple of months okay so then this is where it kind of gets shady so I leave that lesson and I am like okay this wasn't just bad this was like humiliating this was this was, I mean, I got crushed, okay? It was it was horrible. It was beyond horrible. Obliterated. Couldn't hit the ball, guys. I'm not even exaggerating. And I thought I was athletic, but maybe not. So all that to say, I had a little come to Jesus, and I was like, all right, well, there's only one way to handle this situation. I guess there's two ways. One, I can walk and quit my tennis career after my first lesson, which is not the vibe, as we know. Or two, I can lean in hard. So I call the tennis instructor and I'm like, look, I need to set up private lessons. Like this is painful. It's embarrassing. And I need help, like as much help as I can get. Like I, I need to come like at least five days a week. <laughs> and um, so Sam was like, no, maybe twice a week maximum. Otherwise you're wasting your money. So yeah, let's meet. So I go, first lesson, I go. And by the way, I also tell Gina's husband, I'm like, Scott, don't tell Gina or Brenna, but as you could see, I was the worst one there. So I'm actually getting private lessons, you know? He's like, pinky swear, I promise. And then he goes, well, that's what I do too. So I'm like, okay, like our, you know, it's our secret. So I'm like secretly like going to do this, right? So I get to the first lesson and I, and my instructor and I look over at the court next to us and she goes, is that Brenna? I'm like, oh my gosh. So I walk over there 
it's her. She's she had the same train of thought. And I think candidly, she saw me and Gina and was like, yeah, that's not happening. So she decided she needed to just part ways with us and quickly, very quickly realize that if she has any shot at like getting good, she needs to not be with us because we were dragging her down. So anyway, um, Brenna and I were cracking up and she's like, oh, we were just talking about you. And then even even the tennis instructor, Karen, was like, yeah, I told Brenna she doesn't need lessons. She's so good. I'm like, I know. And she's never played. So ridiculous. So basically between us, it's just friends here. I'm going to tell you my strategy, which is I am fully banking on Brenna taking an early maternity leave. So me and her baby are in cahoots. That little boy is helping me out because as soon as she's on maternity leave, that's my only shot to try and catch up and get to where she already is when she leaves. So I've got probably what, like four to six months. So I'm like, okay, this is good because when she comes back, then maybe we'll play doubles together or me and Gina are gonna be catching up and maybe we can actually all play. So that's where things had left off. So that was my technically my second lesson, okay? Then I went to a third lesson and Gina was gonna come with me and Brenna had her lesson afterwards. And so anyway, then she's like, I ended up on the injured list. Gina's like, a gate ran into my foot and like, I can't, I can't play today. Like I was going to get my shoes on. I'm like, that's okay. I need as much help as I can get. Like, it's obviously way more fun with you, but like, it's all good. Like I, the extra time, (laughs) believe me, I can use the extra time. So, okay. So I go and I, do my lesson and like Sam was just like astonished like I was actually finally hitting the ball and so I was all proud of myself I'm like okay you know there's hope and like in a couple lessons I'll be as good as Brenna like when she started you know <laughs> so anyway Sam was like saying oh no like I'm surprised like you were actually able to start to like hit the ball a little bit like you know whatever so I'm like making so many by the way I like make so many jokes with like about myself that it's just it's just not that serious but at the same time I do really want to try because I don't want to totally suck because we have a lot of friends that play and so I'm like well this is like a really fun thing and of course I would love for Brian to come join me too so anyway okay so then today so then okay so I get home from lesson three I'm thinking I'm so amazing and I realize the next day I wake up and I'm like oh my gosh, I can't even move my arm. Like, this is horrible. And so I text Sam, I'm like, I can't come on Wednesday. Like, I can't even move my arm. I think I have like tennis elbow. And she's like, oh no, not tennis elbow, like rest it. I hope you don't have to go to the orthopedist. And I'm like, oh my God. So Becky runs out and they're like saying, oh, are you sure it's not just sore from like not using those muscles? And I'm like, well, it's definitely sore all around, but like, I can't even bend my arm. Like, it's like, I'm in serious pain. So now I've got tennis elbow. So Becky runs out. She gets me like two different kinds of braces. She's like holding the baby's not helping. So anyway, I rest it for like a full week. So now we had a full crazy week last week, which I'm going to tell you about in a second with all the kids wrapping school and starting summer and all the things. So anyway, it was kind of a good time. So I rested my, I rested until this morning. So today is Monday now. Okay. And I have another lesson with Sam and I'm like, okay, Sam, here we go. Like, I think my elbow's feeling pretty good today. You know, I get out, out there this morning. I have an 8.30 AM lesson. There's nobody out there, which I loved. It's not hot. It's great. Within five minutes of playing, I literally like my elbow was killing me. And she's like, do you want me to stop the lesson? And I'm like, 
oh, we're not stop. She keeps like checking in with me, like, how's it feeling now? How and it like feels really bad, but I'm not telling her it feels horrible. I'm like, yeah, it just kind of hurts. But meanwhile, it's it hurts. And so, so like halfway through, she's like, look, I'm not gonna keep asking you how it's feeling, but I, what I'm trying to get at is, are we gonna cancel the lesson? Like, are we gonna finish it? I'm like, oh, we're finishing the lesson. That's not even a question. Like, we are 100% finishing this lesson. There's zero chance that I'm like quitting in the middle of this. So she's like, okay, okay. So anyway, we're doing the things. And um, oh, by the way, she also last time noticed how completely out of shape I am because guys, I'm like a full 10 pounds heavier than normal and I'm in horrible cardiac shape. And um, I'm not, I'm not losing any weight on purpose. So I'm like really like, it's kind of tricky because I'm trying not to lose weight, but I also am like not being healthy at this point. So like, I'm trying to figure out like what's a good balance, but all that to say, I'm in bad shape and playing tennis is very hard. Like cardiac wise, if you've never played, it's like, you know, pretty like demanding. So you need to be in good shape. So last time she's like, yeah, maybe you should go back to orange theory and do some hit training. Like long runs won't help you, but you know, so I went once to Orange Theory, but like had tennis elbows, so I could only do like half the workout. But anyway, so did that, let Sam know. Um, so today, okay, so now cut to all the all the chase. So basically what happens is I'm like in really bad pain, but playing tennis, it's going pretty well. I'm not as great as, I mean, I was doing much better than last time. Like every time I've been improving, I think mostly because I'm trying to, I'm starting to understand timing better, but I still like don't really understand timing, like for all the different positions, because there's so many different kinds of hits. There's like, you know, ways that you can hit the ball basically. And so she keeps introducing new ways to hit the ball. And like every time I like have to figure out what's the timing so I don't just swing and miss. So anyway, um, okay, so we're in the middle of our lesson and all of a sudden she goes, oh my God, I can't believe it. I'm like, what? She goes, come here. I'm like, I ran over it. She's like, don't look. I'm like, what? So of course, what, when someone says, don't look, what do you start doing? You're like immediately looking all over. And I'm like, well, I wasn't looking around really, you know? And um, so I look over and I see like three people walking and there's like this woman and two men. And she's like, do you have any idea who that is? I'm like, no. She's like, unbelievable. She like couldn't. She was astonished. I'm like, what? I'm like, who is it? She goes, Naomi Osaka and I'm like huh like I have, she's like you have no idea who that is do you I'm like not a clue she was like oh my gosh she was the number one tennis player in the world she's like you know who Serena Williams is right I'm like yeah she's like she beat her and she had like mental health issues and was struggling with depression and like was very vocal about it a couple years ago and anyway she goes yeah we don't normally get like that level of players here we usually get like really great players you know but not like that and so anyway I was like okay cool yeah. <laughs> I don't know I don't even know the rules of tennis you guys I'm not even joking I don't I didn't even know about like what lines you use for the singles versus the doubles courts they're like two different court sizes like I like nothing zero percent so anyway, that was kind of exciting, I guess. And I texted my friends that are like all in the tennis world, Sam and Abby, and was like, oh, she, this girl was here. And anyway, so my tennis instructor, I was like, hey, record a video so I can update my friends on my tennis progress. <laughs> so I posted that on my Instagram this morning and it's like so hilarious. I should play it for you guys because it's just hilarious. Sam gets on there and she's like, so when I first met Kimberly, she was not making any contact with the ball. 
<laughs> she was like, but now there's some hope. She's made some contact, and I thought it was going to be a long road. But now I see that there's <laughs> It was so funny. So anyway, cracking up. This morning was very exciting. My tennis career is just in full swing. But meanwhile, I came home and immediately, like, ripped off my clothes, had to pump, and, like, also ice my arm. So... So that was that. That was all of our excitement for the tennis and all my friends that play tennis. Yes, I can't wait to play with you guys, but I literally am learning how to play still. Like, I, not even the rules of the game. We're not even into the rules. I'm just literally learning how to hit the hit the ball over the net. So bear with me. Give me some time. I'm trying. And um, yeah, so. Okay, so now the kids are on summer break, which I'm going to backtrack and tell you how we finally got here, because let me tell you, we were crawling to that finish line. Um, but I will say tomorrow, the kids actually start swim and tennis camp. So that should be interesting. And I just have a feeling, a gut feeling that Mr. Carter might be just as good at tennis as I am, which... <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll let you know how their tennis goes tomorrow. They've never played ever. I busted out me and my sister's rackets from 1987. They're neon. Yes, it's true. I actually have them. I have no idea how. Um, so I will let you know what the kids think of tennis and how that all goes tomorrow. Um, okay, you guys, I have so much other stuff to tell you. So basically what happened the last week has just been crazy. Like we've been in pretty much like all other parents I think we've been in the like quick wrap up the end of the year mode which it was like a complete scramble it felt like all of a sudden oh my god the school year's over this week like I don't know it felt like all of a sudden it just happened to us like none of us were prepared for some reason I have no idea why that was the case but basically okay I'm gonna walk you through all the days because we had so much going on I'm going to start with Wednesday. Last Wednesday, Charlotte, so I had enrolled Charlotte in dance this year, and she was doing dance once a week, and she had to enroll in the age group that was ages two through five, and she's on the older end of that, but all of her friends that joined ended up being about her age, but for some reason, like, you guys know I always say how athletic Charlotte is, like, for some reason, I just felt like she didn't learn anything, and that's like, I'm sad to say that, but it's it's honest. Um, so I was like looking at them dancing a couple times and I was just like, uh, she, like none of these girls, with all due respect, they're adorable, but none of them know this routine. And by the way, totally also my fault because as the parent, I should probably be, you know, making her practice. And I did not make her practice not once, not once. So again, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to like blame myself on that as well. But so anyway, this recital so they have their recital at the end of the year the recital is like at pepperdine university at smothers theater which is their big theater at pepperdine it's over 300 girls that perform over three days it's like a huge thing right it's a it's a huge thing and i'm just like my girl doesn't even know any of these routines she's in jazz and tap and i'm like okay this should be interesting but again i did zero to actually like prepare her so, you know, me and my two friends, there's only three girls in her particular class, which was bizarre. So me and my two girlfriends, my other mom friends, we are like fumbling our way through this entire experience. Neither one of us, like between all three of us, we literally, we don't know what costume to send them in. We don't know how to do the hair and the makeup. Like we're like, we're just all confused. Like we are not 
we're dance mom. We are clearly first time dance moms. I also didn't even get her correct tights that you have to get. By the time I went to order them, they were sold out. I mean, the list goes on. Like one of the days, my friend Winnie, she showed up late to the, <laughs> to the photo session, photo session, and she sits down to start bawling because she totally screwed up. Like brought her daughter in late and of course all of us were like don't worry we screw up all the time and we were like got her daughter already and we we're like don't worry we're all just fumbling through it like don't even worry about it Winnie like you're crushing it you know like we all just totally have been just kind of a bit of a mess through this whole thing right like the moms specifically the, the girls are, are so cute okay so on Wednesday we have their official dress rehearsal so I have to pick up Charlotte early from school get home again with this pumping i'm bringing the baby we have to be there for an hour and a half my friend kelly meets me she comes to our house she's like clearly ready kelly also has has three kids so for her to get out of her house on time is like miraculous and of course she gets to my house perfectly on time and i was going to drive all of us so i'm driving the baby london charlotte and alexandra and my friend kelly so we're all going but by the time i finally get myself together it's like a solid 15 minutes later than we wanted to leave and i can sense kelly's a little bit annoyed but also totally gets it so she's like cool you know so anyway we drive all the way down to pepperdine it's like a 45 minute experience you have to the kids are dressed in these costumes oh you're supposed to put mascara on foundation all this makeup on the girls what do i do i slap on a little blush no mascara no foundation i'm like she's four slap on blush and bring bright red lip gloss that my sister and like my sister-in-law had purchased for us for this experience um because she's like the professional makeup artist okay so anyway we get to the dress rehearsal and they take our kids and Winnie's nanny ends up being the volunteer because I'm like I can't volunteer when I have the baby we're supposed to volunteer like we just we're just like not great like our group is just really just hanging on okay so then me and Kelly hang out by the way if you haven't been to Pepperdine I have to tell you we ended up going down to the cafeteria just to like find water and the school's already out so we ended up having like a full-blown ocean view just like hanging out and waiting for the girls and then of course baby london poops has a full-blown like full blowout and kelly and i are like changing her like out in public thankfully there's nobody eating like the cafeteria is completely closed i have all the pads and all the things but it was just like ridiculous it was like you see us changing this baby we have our ocean view it's like so inappropriate to be changing her there but anyway, um, we kept it all clean and sanitary. There was nobody eating. There was no food. There was no staff. There was nobody there that saw it. But I was just, I just, it just felt so wrong, you know? But, and my baby's crying and Kelly's trying to like hold her and console her while I'm getting all my mom's stuff. Things are flying, poops everywhere. It was just, it was a whole, it was a debacle. Everything is a debacle in this entire week, just so you know. Okay, so we get the girls and we drive home. That was that. So then, so that was Wednesday. Then comes Thursday. So Charlotte then has her little class. They call it like a closing ceremony. It was also her teacher, Miss David. It was Miss David's birthday. And Miss David is iconic. She's a goddess. She's a queen. She is everything. Um, so Miss David, she teaches junior kindergarten at our school. And I basically begged for Charlotte to be in junior kindergarten. She has no business being in junior kindergarten based on her birthday. But I was able to 
by the grace of God, get her into Miss David's class, which was so important to me because I'm obsessed with Miss David. She basically like, you know, she's like one of those teachers that she really can, she levels up your child. She pushes them academically at such a young age, but they love her. Like she has the most fun with them. It's almost like she knows how to do the work hard, play hard with them and they adore her and on top of that her and miss garcia charlotte's two teachers they literally sit there every friday and they put charlotte's hair in these incredible like braids or awesome hairstyles to the point where everyone's like wow charlotte's hair looks looks amazing did you do that and i'll be like mm-hmm and i'm like meanwhile i can barely braid right like they made her hair look so good all year and they would do it during nap time and then they'd get her ready for dance and then I'd pick her up and take her to dance and she just looked so bomb so anyway thank you to those two teachers I'm obsessed with them and so it was Miss David's birthday which is obviously you know essentially a national holiday so we had that going on on Thursday plus their closing ceremony and so it was like Hawaiian theme that morning I don't remember why but for, I think I was just busy pumping or something in the morning and dealing with the baby but Becky puts her hair and puts Charlotte's hair in these like atrocious with all due respect Beck pigtails so like she has her hair looks ridiculous so we go she's also she picks out a dress the night before with Bobby and she picks out a dress that literally is from when she's two years old okay like this dress does not fit her she has no business wearing this dress she should be in a size 5t and she's wearing a size 2t I'm just letting you know so I mean look she's a cute girl right my daughter but she just kind of looked a little bit silly but it was what it was so we go we have our little luau and then becky was like okay you need time to like get your hair done because you have a busy next couple days and your hair is looking crazy so i leave the little luau and oh and they like gave me a little present for being um like the room parent coordinator which is like a board position i'm very proud of by the way and um it was just awesome like the the room mom just they just crushed it this year they were so good but anyway it was so nice of them to even think to they made me like a little thank you with all the kids fingerprints and like a sign that they were holding that said thank you it was so sweet so anyway I meet Becky we go to Calabasas I go to dry bar I then my mom comes and meets me and we go to Porta Villa there and the baby it's literally you guys 97 degrees and the baby is in a onesie like it's like with pants like a long sleeve pants and long sleeve shirt like a onesie full PJ and she's like turning bright red. I'm like, this is so bad. And that restaurant, if anyone's local, they don't have air conditioning. So it's all like open, you know, air and it's like beautiful and relaxing. But man, it was just, so I had to take her home. I'm like, my baby is overheating. So anyway, so that was Thursday. Got my hair done, thankfully, because it was just looking real ratchet and rough. And then Friday was Carter's closing ceremony. Oh, keep in mind, I forgot to tell you guys all the while, Brian is once again on the East Coast for work. They're doing some stuff and he gets on a flight that basically he doesn't get in till 3 a.m. So I was up that night from 2.45 a.m. to 4 a.m. basically. So I was like exhausted for this huge week going on and Brian was just also kind of a mess, like his flights got delayed and all this stuff. Okay. So then we have Friday closing ceremony. So we have a little class party. I make Brian go first to like drop off the kids. So I have time to get ready. Um, Cause in the morning I have to like get up, feed the baby, then pump, then get the big kids ready, get myself ready. It's like, and normally I don't get myself ready. I'll just come home and shower and get ready for the day later. 
but when you have to be at school right after drop off you have to like get yourself ready too which is like not in the agenda as any moms out there know you guys know what I'm talking about like that's just not that's just not on the calendar and by the way I'm already getting up at 5 45 in the morning so it's not like oh get up earlier like if I get up earlier it's the middle of the night you know okay so we go to Carter's classroom you know they're signing little yearbooks and also I'm thinking in the back of my head oh my god did I pay for a yearbook I don't know if my son has a yearbook I forgot like I'm like dropping the ball left and right you guys should know this okay so just to all you moms out there that are feeling me like I know that the last couple weeks have been like kind of like we're just barely getting through it so I'm just sharing that yeah it's all of us so anyway yes turns out he did have a yearbook I guess everybody gets one hopefully I guess it's in our dues or I have no idea but anyway thank god my son does in fact have a yearbook we're good we do their little closing ceremony. Of course, I'm crying at all the kids' ceremonies. And like even some of the dads, like I turned to the dads for Charlotte's one. I turned around. And I was like, you guys, I always cry through these. They're like, and then like two dads were like, oh, yeah, I even got teary-eyed. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, so it's just really, it's so adorable to see them, you know, like up on stage and singing these songs. And they're like these innocent souls. And I can never tell if it's like my postpartum, like, hormones doing this or like what but anyway so it was just kind of bittersweet because it's the last year that we have at this school so it was a little bit tricky and like a little sad and mixed feelings to be leaving the school because we're so obsessed with it and we start a new school next year or actually I'll tell you more about that but it technically starts this summer so yeah so we just like hung out with all of our friends and we just love the people so much um, so then we like run back home, get changed into our bathing suits and then head back out. Oh, of course I have to pump in between. So, and I grabbed my friend Ashley's son, Jaden, like wasn't planning on coming to the pool party, but then I was like, we were like, yeah, you should totally go. So she goes and, but Jaden doesn't have, he doesn't live nearby. So then he didn't have like a swimsuit or anything. So we like grab a swimsuit that's like a size eight, like never worn or whatever we like had extra stuff for him that we've never worn thankfully and then becky is so hilarious she like wraps up all his stuff in a towel and puts it in my little like new little beach bag that brian got for me on his trip that's so cute and she throws in her own flip-flops and she goes because she knows he's really tall and she's like okay Jaden should be able to fit into these sandals because like he was never gonna fit into you know <laughs> so funny Anyway, Ashley was on my podcast. If you don't know who I'm talking about, Ashley was on my podcast. If you go back to Basketball Moms, um, then, yeah, she was on my podcast. So it was them. So anyway, so we end up staying at the pool and totally having the best time ever. We did miss the Mr. Softy tr truck. My friend Sarah got, like, um, a little ice cream truck and lifeguards and pizza and all that stuff. But the kids just had the best afternoon. Like, it started at, like, 1030. We didn't get there until, like, 1130. But that was super fun. They did not want to leave. And so we get home finally, like later in the afternoon. We stayed way later than I thought. And so, yeah. So then it was like, oh my gosh, summer has started, guys. Like school is over. We are done. So that was kind of wild. And not only are we done, but now Charlotte is officially going to be in kindergarten. Carter is going to be in first grade. And we're starting a completely new school. So like it's just, it was just a big, it was a big moment. Um, but it, it was so fast and furious that I didn't even have a minute to like think through it, you know? So, okay. So then Saturday comes around and now you guys can see why I was completely crazed because was, this was all back to back to back to back. Okay. So then Saturday is Charlotte's big rehearsal. Keep in mind, 
I buy an entire, sorry, not rehearsal, her recital, Charlotte's big dance recital at Pepperdine, at the big theater. So keep in mind, as soon as the tickets had gone on sale, I was kind of told, like, you have to buy them right away. So my friend Julie texts me that the tickets are on sale. So I go in there and I literally buy 13 tickets. That's an entire row and then two seats in front of that row. So like sweet seats, got, a, got so many tickets. It was awesome. But then I realized my sister is pregnant and her son is two years old. And I realized that they're not going to be sitting there for two and a half hours. Uh, and then also I didn't want her to be like at risk for COVID being indoors. So I had her and her family not come. So then my friend Summer turns out was like, oh my gosh, I didn't get tickets in time. They sold out. I can't even watch my daughter. And I'm like, girl, I got you. So I was able to give her tickets, which was awesome. She had front row seats. She took her and her son took the seats in front of us. So that was so cool because all of my friends, once again, were able to be around. I had like five or six different really good friends there and our daughters. And it was very long. We had Becky with us. Okay, so we rolled deep. We had all of Brian's family, all of my family, all of my friends, the baby. Like we literally had like six cars. <laughs> my sister-in-law, like we had like six cars. Like my father-in-law, my dad, like everybody goes to this recital and it was just like crazy. They had 48 routines. The girls were so cute. And by the way, they get on that stage. Oh, bless. They had no idea. Thankfully, they were so adorable that it canceled out the fact that they did not have any single idea what the moves were. It was so cute and so frightening all at once. And they purposely make it so that you have to sit through the entire performance. You are not allowed to take your kid home early and they make sure that your kid is in each act so that you can't like leave at intermission. So, and the baby was mesmerized. Like London was like obsessed just watching. Like she was like in some, like she was enthralled with, she just loved it. She loved it. And we brought Charlotte flowers at the end and we were just so proud of her. It was so cute. And she gets in the car and just passes out. Like, and then Alexandra was falling apart too because she was starving. So it was a very long day for the girls. And that was awesome. Okay, now the final day yesterday, Sunday, Okay, my sister's baby shower. You guys, my sister's baby shower, I planned it for March of 2020. I finally threw her baby shower that was supposed to happen two years ago. So she's already had a baby since then and is now onto her second baby. So we finally technically got to throw her son Skylar's baby shower, except for he was there two years old. I literally took the old evite when i had to cancel it back two years ago when the pandemic hit canceled the baby shower so i took that evite and literally just updated the information and resent it out it was awesome so that was fantastic i am pretty sure i was more excited about throwing her baby shower than she even cared about like she does not care about that stuff but i was like you have to have a baby shower like it's like a an experience a life experience so yesterday we threw the baby shower and it was so great. It was about 40 people. Um, I hired Gray's LA, which they basically, okay, so my sister is not into sweets. She's just not a sweets person. I know it's very weird, it's kind of odd, but she is a total meat and potatoes kind of girl. And so I decided I'm gonna get her a bomb ass charcuterie like situation like spread so i found on instagram gray's la and they're two girls they're like in their 20s they're adorable and 
they come in it's their own business their best friends and roommates and they prepare everything early and then they drive and they come and they set it all up and it's gorgeous and they bring you know beautiful flowers with it too but check out go look on my instagram i have a reel and it is amazing like so gorgeous so i had gray's la come do that then i also had stonefire grill bring like a bunch of other food it was just a ton of food and our cousins came from san diego we had uh jen's in-laws some of them came from san diego friends from all over it was just so great like it was so fun and the kids came and Skylar was not feeling well her son Skylar was not feeling that great and then they did like a little like they did some funny games like almost like the the newlywed game where you sit back to back and it's like who's the disciplinarian and then whoever it is like they raise their hand and so that was pretty hilarious watching them and um, like who's gonna who's gonna be the parent that talks about the birds and the bees and just to watch their expressions or like thinking about it is so funny my mom was there my dad was there my in-laws like everybody it was super super fun except for the venue which was their clubhouse at their apartment complex didn't even have paper towel sorry toilet paper or hand soap so i immediately called my mother-in-law i'm like are you here she's like yeah we're just parking i'm like can you please hop into ralph's and bring toilet paper and soap like hand soap because i cannot like i'm way too german like disgusting right so we it definitely was not super nice um I mean, it was really nice, but they didn't do a good job of maintaining it or prepping it for us. Oh, and a resident there yelled at me because I was like, oh, excuse me, where she was, there was this woman there and she was starting to like lay out. And I was like, oh, hi, just letting you know where we have it rented out today. And um, we have it rented out today. And I just wanted to let you know before you get settled in and like, cause people are gonna start to arrive. She's like, well, you can't rent out the pool area, just the clubhouse. And she was, she was super mad, she was super rude. And I was like, oh, okay, that wasn't my understanding, but that that's fine. Like, you know, I didn't say she has to leave, but so that was a bit of drama. She's like, well, I'm not staying. And she like picks up her stuff and leaves. And then I like felt bad. Cause I'm like, this woman wanted to just hang out by her pool. Like I get it, but also like, you don't need to yell at me. Um, and we got like a cute sign that said baby because Jen is super against like balloons and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it was an amazing day. Congratulations to Jen and Adolfo on baby two. They don't know the gender and we all think it's going to be a girl. They're hoping it's a girl. They only have a girl name, but she's doing August. So anyway, now the kids are at Bobby's house. They spent the night there. Thank goodness. And that's why I finally had time to reconvene with you guys. So Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys again soon. All right, that is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram at Kimberly Lovey and let me know your thoughts about today's show. You can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at Kimberly Lovey and we can share it on our stories. I will see you again, same time, same place next week. <laughs>